know the flowers are just blooming and we're getting some warmer days, but this is also the time when we start to think about summer, and in Portland, that means outdoor music festival time. I also know that you have to plan ahead. That's why, once again, Peter Damon, Artistic Director of the Waterfront Blues Festival, is on the podcast to tell us about all the artists he's booked this year. It runs from Thursday, July 4th through Sunday, July 7th. Of course, he's no stranger to Catfish Blues at 2460 Northwest 24th. He's played here many times. So what's in store for the 2019 festival? Tickets are on sale right now. So give a listen and let Peter give you a preview like no other. Well, Peter, here we we go again. Here we are. (laughs) Back again and uh, happy that you're here and it's always nice to see you. Yeah, good to be here. um, How are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good, yeah. Are, is it better than than this time last year? Uh, yeah. Because yeah, last yeah. year was kind of weird, wasn't it? Last year was kind of all hands on deck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all hands on deck now too, but yeah. it's a different thing. We we got through a year. We figured out that we knew how to do this, and uh-huh. we got the f- f- kind of financing and support we needed, and uh-huh. people stepped up and supported us. I mean, this time last year, <clears throat> we didn't really know what was going to happen. And you kept it a really good secret, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good poker face. Yeah. Bad. Well, but you never look like you're upset about anything. No, that's because I've been doing this so long that I'm so exhausted that I just can't get riled up by anything anymore. <laughs> well, there's a secret. Yeah, there's a secret to living. <laughs> Act like <Yeah>. Pete. <laughs> just be jaded. Be jaded. Nothing phases you. Um. Yeah, so anyway, we're yeah, we're off and running. Um, you know, every year has its own set of challenges. So the lineups have their own set of challenges. You uh-huh. you think of one plan you want to do and half that doesn't stick to the wall and you throw <laughs> another batch of paint up at the wall and most of that doesn't stick and at this, you know, usually by this point of the day you're like a plan G H I J K L plan L and <clears throat> you're so deep in the weeds that you know it's hard to really imagine what it's going to all look like when it hits the ground. That's where I am. I'm like thinking about rooming lists and you know stage plots and yeah. this and that. Yeah. You know. You still like it though, don't you? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> once it once it hits the ground it's exhilarating. It's yeah. so cool. And last yeah. year Last year was a really hard year in just so many ways. I mean, we had to, you know, the food bank stepped back as producer. We took on, you know, me and the three other people that really are the core team, took on the jobs of like 20 people at the food bank that used to be doing websites and press releases yeah. and and uh, a lot of promotional stuff for the festival. And mm-hmm. we had to just kind of... it reinvent how all that was going to work kind of on the fly and we figured it out and it was we did it very efficiently and we didn't we didn't fret about anything we just says we just kind of went we need to do this now <laughs> like well, what, what, our logo we had to come up with a new logo yeah. because we had to rebrand everything yeah. on the at the last minute usually rebranding is like a six month right project of like you know focus groups and and you know themes and drafts and redrafts and ours was like we need a logo 
So they, the design company, Caffelli, came back to us with two options, uh-huh. like the next week, and we went A or B. <laughs> I like A. Yeah, okay, let's go with A. And that was it. That's the way, actually. That's It was really uh, exhilarating. Yeah, you know, no I, I, I don't know that these things need to take that long. If you know what you're doing and you, and you know what you want, you know, yeah. uh, why not? Why not? Right. You know, I mean, right. geez, you know, this is. I mean, I come from broadcasting, where you know, where everything, everything's a split-second decision. You make it, you're making it. Well, you, well and it's, it's, was it was it was it in some ways kind of like playing a solo. Oh, it was very much improvised. Yeah, yeah, it was very much. This is coming at me right now. I'll move a little bit to the left. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it was it was very much. Uh, you dealt with what the elements that were thrown at you. And it was fun. Uh, it was it was very exhilarating because I you know I have to say it was much more kind of bureaucratic process. Yeah, before right. You know, I right. mean, we I support the food bank. I love the food bank. I've worked for them most of my adult life as a uh-huh. you know putting this festival together. Yeah, I support their mission totally, but you know they're a bureaucracy. Yes, and they deal. Yes. They weren't really set up to do rock and roll yeah. concerts on the lawn, you know. And they 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 figured that out and that's why they had realized they needed to sort of move back into their main mission and yeah. turn it turn the nuts and bolts of the operation over to us. So So they they are they still benefiting from the from the uh they're, they no we've totally kind of gone our separate ways. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Well all right. So uh, here we are off and running, two yeah. months to go. Yes. You know the talk is yeah, clock, talk, clock is ticking. Uh-huh. The clock is ticking. Yeah, every yeah. moment. <laughs> and you got tickets uh, being sold already. Tickets are being sold. Um, we're rolling out a bunch of additional acts this week. I guess those will uh, all be public by the time yes. people hear this. So yes. right. know, I can mention some of those guys. We're right. adding Robert Cray and March Fourth Band Yay. and. Um, we're announcing, you know, probably thirty or forty acts. Uh, you know, I don't think people see March Fourth in Portland like they used. You could just go go up to, uh, just that's right. You'd see them go down the street, street and, there, and there they were, street you know, and, and just and just marching down the street wherever yeah. we were, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now that's one of the kind great of things off, about them. They're playing the big, you know. Coachellas and yeah. and yeah. New yeah. Orleans Jazz Heritage Festival. They were yeah. down playing events down there a couple of years ago. Uh huh. Uh-huh. They've carved a niche for themselves. Absolutely. Who and else would be in that niche but them? <laughs> you know. Very true. Very true. I love them. Yeah. And and most of them, I know. I know a lot of the most of the original people are not there, but uh, they replaced them with actual professional musicians now. <laughs> It's a good band. <laughs> it's a great it's band. It's a good band. Yeah. It's a really good band. Yeah. yeah. Always has been. But it always has been. Yeah. You know? I remember one time they were, um, I forget what it was. It was actually, it was probably something you put on because it was down by the down by the water. And they, they dedicated a Charles Mingus tune to me. <laughs> wow. What would that have been? I don't know. It could have been the, uh, the Katrina Benefit. Might have been. That's probably what it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cool. Which is nice. It was yeah. nice to have that, have that, you know. Well, okay. Let's get started. Okay. <laughs> We're going to start with Thursday and go to Sunday. Thursday, July 4th. 
Well, we're kind of kicking off with a bang. Um, we're actually going to have a um, kickoff cruise Wednesday evening, the night before. Huh. Um, that'll have Curtis Salgado, Sarah Grace, the gal who was on The Voice, the young blonde um, mm-hmm. keyboard player, trumpet player. Really, really cool. I've known about her actually for I saw her for the first time in Memphis about four or five years ago with her. Really, her her young band. And um, back then, I was trying to get her to Waterfront. Huh. But anyway, now she's really kind of come into her own. Uh-huh. Um, Lucius Spiller will, will, will it be Curtis and his whole band. His whole band. It'll be his friends group, which will be sort of the the semi acoustic thing with LaRonda and um, ah. Alan. Uh-huh. You know, it's the rootsier version, I not see. the R and B version of okay. Curtis. All right. Um, we think Jim Belushi is going to be sort of the MC really? special guest uh, hood <laughs> Jim ornament. Belushi. And Jim Belushi, yeah, <laughs> he's sort of become a friend of the family of you know that puts on the festival. Well, you know, it's he 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 had, he made a big comeback last year because he was in um, season three of Twin Peaks. He had a huge role. Oh, I everybody didn't even loved know that. him in I didn't that. Even know that. Yeah. Oh God. Everybody absolutely loved him in that. Well, he's really a fun guy to hang out with. I bet. He's he's, um, <laughs> he's everything you imagine. <laughs> <laughs> he played a gangster. He had he played a gangster who had a brother. Uh huh. And they ran a casino. Yeah. And uh, it was it was a great role, and he was terrific in it. All yeah. Right, so Jim no, Belushi. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, he's got, he's got a, uh, w- yeah, we'll work him in somewhere. <laughs> I actually, we actually tried to get, you know, the full on Blues Brothers with Aykroyd here this year, just yeah. for a lot of different reasons. But probably, you know, Belushi has this whole um, hemp growing operation in Southern Oregon, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's uh-huh. he lives here, part, he lives in Oregon a lot of the year <laughs> now. And um, he's involved as a business partner in a lot of the CBD uh-huh. Oil world that uh. I've, yeah, I have some connection. I don't have personal connection. I just know some of these people. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm so on he's it. around. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's great it stuff. Seems like the wave of the future. We've yeah. been we've been um, trying to bring one of the big CBD uh, companies in as a sponsor for uh-huh. a couple of years. Uh-huh. That's going to happen sooner or later. Good, maybe not this year, Good. but we'll see. Anyway, so. Kickoff cruise on Wednesday evening. That'll be really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Thursday, the 4th, we probably have the heaviest July 4th lineup we've ever had. Oh. Closing will be Robert Cray Band. All right. Right before the fireworks. But we've also got Rob, uh, Roy Rogers and the Delta Rhythm Kings uh-huh. with um, Carlos Reyes, who is this uh, Latin American harp player and fiddle player. Really? Wow. So he puts a whole interesting spin on the Roy Rogers Delta Blues thing. Curtis will be playing that day. Ron Artis, too, and The uh-huh. Truth is playing on Thursday. He's um, he's this young Hawaiian yeah. blues guy. Who's really, he's really something. He's Ooh, really got something. Just here for the, for the, for the uh, sold out sold festival. Out, yeah. yeah, and he was a big hit at Pickathon a couple of years ago, which yeah. is where I saw him. Uh-huh. Um Andy Stokes is coming with his own band. All right. He's never played. He's played the festival a lot of times. I've yeah. I, I've yeah. played with him a couple times in the sort of soul review projects. Right. But um, yeah. he's coming with his own band. That's which right. Really, I had him in here a few weeks ago, and he was just in town for a couple of days. It was great to see uh-huh. him. It's it's really great that he's 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 doing so well. Oh, it's really so long overdue. It's Absolutely. Kind of, How long did he play at the at the candlelight? 
what, 10 years, 12 years, something like that? Let's not even go there. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could go there. I miss the candlelight. I know. I spent, I spent a total of, I think, seven or eight years on Sundays and Mondays playing every week. So I know the candlelight pretty well. Okay. So the fir- right. that's the 4th of July. Then, mm-hmm. of course, the fireworks. The big fireworks show. Friday, um... Wait a minute. What is this Beat the Heat dance dance, dance comp- competition oh. on Thursday? Well, we've been doing that for a couple of years. You know, we have this big dance floor at the front porch stage. It's sure. probably the biggest outdoor dance floor that I know of in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. And for two days of the festival, we have Zydeco dances. Right. For the other two, the first two days, Thursday and Friday, we'll have mostly swing and blues dance and some Lindy dancing going on. But on the 4th of July, we have dance competitions. And they're actually, there are people that come in from all over the West Coast, mm-hmm. sort of like pro dancers to mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the prize is. It's not much, but they're, except it's prestigious, I guess. Yeah. So they come in. Yeah. And we have three different categories. We have a blues dance and a swing dance and a, or a jazz dance and then a, um, a solo kind of improv. Mm-hmm. And we have three different bands that will play for each of those mm-hmm. so it works as kind of music programming but it also has this dance component mm. and it's really um colorful and exotic and if you go over there when they're doing this you'll see some pretty interesting yeah. pretty amazing and, and who is lucius spiller lucius spiller is from clarksdale mississippi ah um he's a guy that i saw at reds one night i yeah. played with him at the jam session one night he's a juke Juke joint guy. He's um, he's kind of interesting. He's a um, he mentored this young guitar player named Seth Freeman, uh-huh. who now plays with Carl Denson's band. Wow. He's like a slide blues slide kind of guitar uh, jam guitar player. He sort uh-huh. of crosses the. Anyway, Lucius was like his mentor. This guy Seth is from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I think he grew mm-hmm. up in Arkansas, so. But uh, Lucius is a real um, sort of a next generation. Um, About how old is he, you think? He's like 30s, ah. late 30s. That's that's one of the great things about the festival is we get to, we get to see people we've never never seen before. Yeah. And discover Lucius Spiller, man. Oh man, that's great. Yeah, and another guy from is also coming out from Clarksdale, Anthony Big A Sherrod. <laughs> um, he's another just guitar player singer from Clarksdale. He's is that sure for big ass? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's the A is for Anthony. Okay. <laughs> I think A is for Anthony. Right. Is uh, Bill Rhodes going to do the harmonica blow off again on Thursday? Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. That's we're going to do a harmonica blow off on Thursday. Okay. Right. Um, all right. All right. Friday. Friday. Um, Friday, March 4th is going to close. California Honey Drops will be so- toward the end of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl Denson is going to be playing. Um, did I ever tell you what he did? I know he probably does it to everybody. When I introduced him one time. No, what? On, from the stage. Yeah. So I've got, I, got, I got my papers in my hand to read what I'm uh-huh. supposed to read, right? And I start to walk up to the mic. And he walks up behind me and whispers in my ear, Listen, I want you to say, and now black my popular demand, Carl Denson. 
<laughs> and I just went, I don't think so. <laughs> but what I did do was I said, and now Carl Denson wants me to let you know that <laughs> black by popular demand. Yeah. It was funny. I, I guarantee you that he does that to everybody. <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> so um, Denson is going to also be playing that night at the Marriott. In uh-huh. the after hour show, and mm-hmm. what they're going to do at the Marriott is a tribute to the Almond Brothers. Um, you know the Peaches album. Eat a peach. Eat a peach. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that should uh, that I'm really looking forward to, and they're kind of debuting that project there. Wow. Carl Denson is this. You know, he's an interesting kind of jazz jam band guy, but yeah. he's been doing these tributes. For the last few years, just sort of for, I think, for fun. And <laughs> they did one, I saw him do a, um, what was it? It was a whole Rolling Stone, one of the Rolling Stones albums uh-huh. that they did, like, from top to bottom. And it was really cool. Really cool. Hmm. So anyway. Okay. And so who's Kevin Burt? Kevin Burt is a um, really cool Delta blues kind of guitar player singer. Mm-hmm. He's from St. Louis. Ah. Um, I know about him because uh, of the Little Village Foundation label put him out, put his recording out, and uh, those guys are friends of mine, and they turned me on to him. And he's really, he's really pretty awesome mm-hmm. vocalist, songwriter, guitar player. Nope. Not to be missed. And so, and Brother Yusuf is coming back. Brother Yusuf is coming back. We, ran, uh, we, we did a really nice photo gallery of Brother Yusuf last time. He's great, and he's he's really um, popular with the blues dancers. Yeah, they really dig him. Yeah, he's yeah. very percussive. Uh, he's really compelling. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Who else do we have? Big Monty is coming back. Really? Yeah. Wow. He hasn't been at the festival for a couple of years, so yeah. he's coming back for from Nashville for this huh? visit. Heart Dog Brown. What? See, he he was kind of before my time because yeah. he was he was because I got here. I, I moved to Portland only twenty two years ago, but still, yeah, yeah, bef- he, he was, yeah. What was this band? What's the name? Of it? it was Big uh, Monty. The Blue and the, Binos. Oh yeah, the yeah. Blue Binos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's really um, he's something. He's a great songwriter. Great guitar player. Um, he's 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 due wider recognition, and mm-hmm. I think he seems to be get he does seem to be getting that in Nashville right now. So wow. that's cool. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, overnight sensation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, the Rose City Kings have brought this friend of theirs uh, named Travis Moonchild Haddix from. Oh, I've heard him. Yeah. yeah, he's from. I think he lives in St. Louis, but he's mm-hmm. he's from the Mississippi Delta. Yeah, and he's written a lot of songs that have been covered by Keb Mo and people like that. I mean, uh-huh. he's a uh-huh. he's a legitimate um, guitar player, songwriter uh-huh. in the blues genre. So that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, Lisa Mann is uh, bringing up this um, vocalist from Austin named Lara Price, who I've known of for. A number of years. In fact, uh-huh. Lara um, appeared at the Blues Festival with her own band probably uh-huh. 15, 15, 20 years uh-huh. ago. And this will be with Lisa's band? With Lisa's band. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Friday. That's Friday. Saturday, mm-hmm. 
The headliner is St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Yeah, our Scott Cunningham is going to do a piece on them. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're they're fun. I've been trying to get them to the festival for really since I first saw them well, three, three years ago or so mm-hmm. when they first kind of burst onto the scene. They're, <laughs> they're really... I mean, I'm, you're, you've seen them, right? I've never seen them. Oh, really? No. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's this wild... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, the guy, the lead vocalist is, he looks like an accountant in a CPA firm, <laughs> except he wears a red cape. <laughs> and he sings like Sam Cooke or Al Green. Wow. He's a, he's a white guy. <laughs> and he's just got this amazing tenor soul voice. <laughs> and the whole thing is so incongruous yeah. that it just, you just sort of end up chuckling and screaming through the whole thing. It's really, <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> And they just they have a lot of excitement and fun with the material that they're uh-huh. doing. It's, uh-huh. it's it'll be fun. People Great. dig them. Vintage Trouble. I've been trying to get to the festival for a number of years. Tell us about them. They're a four piece from uh, Southern California. They do. Um, they have a great singer. Um, I can't remember what his name is. He's kind of a soul, blues, rock guy. Uh, Afro-American guy, mm-hmm. he, just incredible voice, <laughs> and they do a very edgy take on blues, and um, it's a v- kind of rocked-up blues soul mm-hmm. band. All People right. are going to really dig them. They're, they should be a much bigger deal than I, than they seem to have gotten so far. But yeah. um, anyway, I've been trying to get. They they are kind of the perfect perfect act for a blues festival that's trying to sort of evolve with modern time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Southern Avenue is another one of those acts. I mean, they're from Memphis, young kids, um, really, really good at what they do. Yeah, I believe Scott wrote about them last year, or the last time they were at the festival. Yeah, Yeah, they they were at the festival two or three years ago. Yeah. And they're they're really awesome. Lydia Pence and Cold Blood are coming. Wow. Um, you know, Lydia Pence is a legend. Yes. Um, sort of a scaled-down version of Tower of Power. Right. Sort of came up at the same time with a lot yeah. of the same people playing in Gosh, both She must bands. be as old as me. Um, no, nobody's that old. No, nobody's that old. She <laughs> might be as old as I am, though. No, she, she's probably, she was probably a couple classes ahead of me in high school. Um, Terry Robb is bringing his quartet. Ah, does that mean he's going to play electric? No, he's playing uh, in the quartet. He's playing um, an amplified acoustic. Ah, yeah, like on a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's see. Songhoi Blues is a. Um, what is that? North African. Really? So it's a l- little bit rockier version of like Tenarowin uh-huh. or Bombino. Uh huh. Um, they've got their own kind of thing that they do with it, but that's that's the tradition that they come out of. Do you know what Songhoi means? Um, I did see it explained somewhere. I can't remember. But <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You have a lot on your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ty Curtis is coming up on Saturday uh-huh. with um, this guitar player named Dave Schur, who he knows from Austin, who he really, really raves about. So... He lives in Austin now, right? He lives in Austin too. Yeah. And I and my initial thought was, Ty, you've played the last few years of Waterfront. I, I need to shuffle the deck and make some space for new 
some new blood here. Yeah. But he said, no, 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 but I, I know this um, this amazing guy I want to bring up from Austin. So he sent me some clips, and the guy is is pretty phenomenal guitar player, songwriter. Right. So they're going to ha- have a little shred fest. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. You got some Zydeco that, that day, a couple of Zydeco bands. Right. Saturday and Sunday are the Zydeco days at the festival. Yeah. We have um, Chubby Carriers coming back because he's mm-hmm. kind of our hood ornament now. Yep. Yep. Um, he will be celebrating his birthday again on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you know, a half dozen acts from Louisiana. Yeah, Curly. Curly Taylor is coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne Singleton and the same old two-step. Mm-hmm. This guy named Little Pookie and the Zydeco <laughs> Sensations. <laughs> Little Pookie played uh, rub board with one of these acts uh-huh. in the old days and now has his own... <laughs> Project a little pooky. Oh yeah, so well, he must be able to fight. If his name is Little, yeah, pooky, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think you'd want to cross any of these guys. No, uh-uh. they're wonderful, but you could you <laughs> wouldn't want to get on their dark side. Uh-uh. No. Um, Sunday. Well, I see. The, I see here that you've got an after-hour show with Kingfish. You're right. Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night. Now is he, is he going to be in the festival itself, or just on just that? Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Hours? He's playing on Sunday. Okay, he's playing on Sunday, right. but he is playing on Saturday night at the at the uh, after hours show, mm-hmm. and he'll be sitting in with um, uh, Southern Avenue, uh-huh. who he knows from Memphis. Those guys are all kind of friends from uh, back uh, back in the uh, uh, uh. Delta. Now, how old was he when you first saw him? I think he was twelve. Wow! But he's playing bass. Is that right? Yeah, I was playing. You know, Stan Street, who runs our Crossroads stage. Yeah. He has a gallery in Clarksdale. That's uh-huh. He lives in Clarksdale. Yeah. And um, so I went down there for, I don't know, one fe- I was down there for one of the festivals that uh-huh. I go to check out. And Stan said, hey, there's a street party. I've got a gig for us. And I have this young kid named Kingfish playing bass. So yeah. Kingfish was playing bass. So he was a really good bass player. And then uh, Stan said, oh, well, you should hear him play guitar. And I was like, yeah, okay, everybody plays guitar, so what? I play guitar. Um, but then a few years later, I heard him play guitar. Yeah. And he kind of blew my mind. Yeah. And um, I made a special trip out there with some friends to kind of talk to his mom and convince them to come out to Waterfront. Huh. So that's kind of when all that started. And that year at Waterfront, he was supposed to go. He flew. He played like on the one of the early days of the festival, and was supposed to fly back to Clarksdale. And, it, and we decided he needs to stick around for the Buddy Guy set, uh-huh. and hopefully we can convince Buddy to bring him into the mix. So uh-huh. changed the flight plan, paid the f- penalties and all that kind of stuff. Got Tony Coleman, who is you know bb king's Indeed. old drummer who lives here in portland who's yeah. a friend of buddy guys and also knows kingfish yeah to kind of intermediate be a intermediary and we got huh. buddy to bring kingfish on upstate uh, on stage for his you know for his set at waterfront uh-huh. and that's kind of where that um partnership was made i think was here at waterfront yeah because buddy guy produced his record you know and it just came out. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's on. He's on it. Yeah, and he's on. And he's on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, amazing. Yeah. What is, What do you call Kingfish when you say when you when you talk to him? 
I usually call him Chris Stone. Okay. Because I think Kingfish was a nickname that some of the guys who played with him down in Clarksdale gave yeah. him. Yeah. And it's not really a... You know, it's 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 from a non PC era and radio and That's TV. That's for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> and um, television and tel- yeah, yeah. So um, I sort of avoid I, I avoid it for that reason, yeah. unless it's yeah. everybody in the room is talking about him in terms of Kingfish. <laughs> I mean, it's taking it's sort of he's sort of transcended whatever kind of anyway. What yeah. kind of guy is he? I mean, you see, what is he now? Eighteen, nineteen. Uh, I think he's. I think he is nineteen. Now. Nineteen. Yeah, he's a, he's a really um, sweet, very earnest uh-huh. guy. Um, he's very sweet. Yeah, he's very sweet. Uh-huh. He's he is a ferocious, natural musician and guitar player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just um, the depth of what comes out of him. When he plays, just stuns me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have not. I mean, I you know, I've seen every guitar player, every guitar player at some point. Yes. And um, Kingfish was the first guy in thirty years, probably, that I had seen who just like totally knocked me out. Huh. And it wasn't so much what he was playing, even though he's like a virtuoso. There's no question he's a virtuoso, but mm-hmm. what really just knocked me out was the sort of the depth of his gospel roots uh-huh. that were apparent in everything that he was playing. Yeah. Well, let's get to Sunday. Sunday's a big yeah, day. Sunday. Sunday's a, a big day. big day, man. Yeah, well, like Kingfish is playing, so. Yeah. Um, Trombone Shorty is closing that day. We've been trying to get Trombone wow. Shorty back here for years. Yeah. You know, his yeah. first major Northwest gig was at Waterfront Blues Festival years yeah. ago. Yeah. How old was he then, do you think? Um, he really was trombone shorty then, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I had, a few years before that, I had I'd been wandering down in the French Quarter and passed this kid playing a Bach cello suite on the trombone. <laughs> and I went, what the hell? That's not supposed to be playable on a trombone. Yeah, I then remember... He, and he played Giant Steps, which is like the hardest thing ever written, uh, in jazz piece ever written to solo over. And he was just like fluently dancing around Giant Steps. And he played like this, you know, brass band classic. And I just, I, my, I was just blown away. I never heard anybody play trombone seriously, I don't think, up to that point. Yeah. yeah. I remember I saw him when he was, I guess he must have been about 15. I saw him in Donna's one Monday night. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, I I, from, I, I passed him anyway. I left him in the quarter and went to meet this, uh, my sister-in-law, who's a cellist in New Orleans. And uh-huh. I said, I just saw this little kid playing the trombone. He was like, <laughs> unbelievable. He's playing one of the cello suites, you know? <laughs> and she said, oh, well, that's trombone shorty. <laughs> and I go, well, who's Trombone Shorty? She, she said, well, people in the know already considered him like one of the 12 best trombonists in the world. Yeah. And I go, and he's playing for tips on the street? What is what is this? What is going on here? This is my first trip to New Orleans. And then yeah. none of it made any sense to me. It's like, wait a minute. The 10th. 
best trombone player in the world is 11 <laughs> years old and playing on the street yeah. in the French Quarter. The whole thing was just <laughs> so mind-boggling. So anyway, Shorty's coming back. Finally. Well, he certainly get, got the recognition now. Yeah, yeah. He sure does. Yeah, yeah. He deserves it. And it's, it's um, you know, when I first saw him, I thought, you know, if the world was really just, this guy would be a megastar. But it's yeah. never going to happen. Right. That's, that was my cynical side saying, <laughs> real genius doesn't get rewarded. It's all the <laughs> shtick that surfaces. Yeah. But Shorty has, has gotten his too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know. and I remember about three or four years ago he came in and I had him in the studio at KMHD, and he was the nicest, most pleasant guy to talk he's to. He's a really great guy. He really he's a is. really great guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's kept his head on his shoulders. He certainly did then. Absolutely, yeah. that's yeah. great. That's really good. And of course, it's part of the Jesse Hill family. Yeah. Yep. Oop oop a doo. <laughs> yeah. One of my. Revelations down in New Orleans at Jazz Fest was I, I was saw a set with him and his brother James uh, James Anders, yeah, right. the trumpet player. Yeah, the trumpet player. Yeah. So they were playing, you know, like really kind of avant garde funk music yeah. at one point, and you know all this really hip stuff, and yeah. then they went into Oopoo Padu, and I just <laughs> went nowhere anywhere in the on the planet would you see these like total hipsters. Yeah. Segue into something so corny as Oopoopadoo, <laughs> you know, this old 50s rock tune. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's because, I mean, that the guy's uncle wrote the song. It not corny to them. It's not it's corny a, to me either. Yeah, it's not. No, no, and not the way they do it. <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. But those they're, they're so connected to the entire arc yeah, the entire spectrum of right. American music down right. there. It's not like that anywhere else. It's like, yeah. you know, most places people are like avant-garde jazz players or they're retro jazz players or yes. they're blues guys that only right. play Chicago blues or right. they play Texas blues or they yeah. do this. But they don't span the whole spectrum. Historically, though, every New Orleans R&B guy wanted to play jazz. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right, right. I remember reading Earl Palmer's autobiography. He said, well, I just wanted to play jazz, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um, anyway. Speaking of so, which, so Cyril Neville is so coming. So Cyril Neville is coming, and hopefully uh, Trombo well, Shorty will bring Cyril into his show a little bit. Okay. As they work to, Cyril will have, have his own band? Yeah, he'll have his own band. Wow. Wow. So, and, you know, Cyril and Trombo Shorty have, are like sort of like family. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else do we have happening on Sunday? We have... Um, Shamika Copeland. Shamika Copeland. Yeah. That'll be fun. She hasn't been to the festival in a long time. Her her latest record was very political. Yeah. A lot of people are... It's that time... It's that... Yeah. Yeah. I You know, I, I, I do a political set almost every week. Uh-huh. And she, it, and she finds her way in there. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. Well, that, that's, that's great. Um, um, Sugar Ray... Sugar Ray Rayford. Every time I see him, we talk about hats. Hats? <laughs> Not cigars? No, hats. I can't <laughs> smoke cigars anymore. I, I never could. <laughs> I could. I smoked too many of them. Did you? <laughs> well, it's always great, uh, always great to see him. And yeah. he'll, he'll have his own band? He'll have his own band, yeah. Wow. Great band, great band. And uh, the bass player, you know, is Lisa Mann's husband, yep. Alan. Yep. Um, Sons of Soul Revivers are coming back. They were here uh, 
three years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Great, great um, gospel quartet from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Um, your old Thomas and the Pain are going to oh, come great. back to the main great, stage. Great, they haven't great. played Waterfront for a while. Yeah, last time I introduced them last time. Cause, and, and, yeah. and, and I had to ask um, Scott. The, the leader, you know, yeah. who is also D- DJ Cookie Parker. If it was okay with him, that I, I could say he was DJ Cookie Parker. <laughs> Why not? Well, you never yeah. know. You, you never, never know. know. You never know. Could be, Might be his uh, no, alter I want to keep ego. it a secret. Yeah. No, but he did not want to keep it a secret. Okay. It was a good cool. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and on the Crossroads stage, Mary Flower is going to do a set with the Soul Revivers. Ah. They did a p- little project together recently. It's uh-huh. kind of cool. Um. Well, it's always nice to see Mary Flower. Also, on the Zydeco, the Zydeco stage will be going all day. Uh-huh. And you should definitely check out this Cajun band called Fufale. Uh-huh. F-E-U-F-O-L-L-E-T. Yeah, it means wild fire. Uh-huh. Or insane fire. <laughs> mad fire. Yeah, yeah, mad fire. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they are, um, I've been aware of them for a number of years, uh-huh. and um, this is the first time we've been able to get them up here. They're really, really interesting, fun, innovative uh-huh. Cajun band. Great, great. Um, and then it's over. Then it's over, and you get to sit in, to, to sit by a lake in up in Washington or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then I start going through the hotel bill. Is what oh. happens. <laughs> And then after I get done with the hotel bill, we start planning the next year. Yes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's pretty much some I, I ran into somebody last summer, like in August, and they said, Oh, it must be great to finally have some downtime. Oh. And I said, Well, <laughs> the downtime actually comes next Thursday for about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I I always ask you this. Who yeah. are you gonna get to play with? You, you know, know, last year not mm-hmm. because I tried to make this happen. I I, yeah. I was I played on like six different sets. Wow. Which is nuts. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I mean, I should know because I scheduled yes. the whole thing. But um, <laughs> it didn't really dawn on me what I was doing until I was in the thick of the, the battle. And then it was like, oh, my God, what was I thinking? Um, I'll play with two loose Cajun bands. All right. But beyond that, I'm not sure, really, that I will be uh, doing all that much on the guitar. But really? that's okay. Yeah. You never know, because there are places where I might just be called into action. Things I might will, play with Rhonda a little bit, for instance. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is there going to be a, a gospel uh, set this year? Well, um, not... Um, the Sons of Soul Revivors, of course, will be a gospel set. Yes, okay. And um, I haven't worked out the details as of this interview. Uh, okay. Saida Wright will be playing on Sunday doing something that has a lot of gospel content in it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But there won't be... I, I'm not bringing the big gospel group this year. Okay. Saida's a big gospel group in, in and of herself. In and of herself. <laughs> I remember She's I, I had her on the podcast, and just all of a sudden, she just broke into song. It was fabulous. Oh, she's an, she's so amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I ran into her at, uh, let's see, Jack London uh-huh. in the fall. Yeah. And she I didn't really know her very well, but she knew I was a guitar player, and she knew who I was. And she said, my guitar player has the flu. I have a wedding reception this weekend. Can you do the gig? So I went, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That'd be great. Sounds like fun. So that... <laughs> evening 
a link to a Dropbox arrived with 35 Earth, Wind, and Fire tunes. <laughs> <laughs> cool in the gang. I mean, all the stuff that I barely, I certainly had never played. <laughs> and I, I spent like three days downloading charts and song, MP3s and drilling. And drilling is like preparing for the law boards or something. And I was... And her band were like, you know, she had all these, Farnell was in the band. They you know, just yeah. had really, really major cast, great right. major. Yeah. And I knew yeah. I couldn't just go in there and wing it. Right. So right. I really sweated and I sweated. But it was so much fun. I had such a blast. <laughs> and the, 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 the downside of the gig was we opened with September. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that particular guitar hook which i nailed thankfully i I really made it happen on the gig Uh the problem was the hook to september did not leave my head until the end of november (laughs) (laughs) everywhere i looked every time there was a pause in anything that that hook would fly in but getting to play with saida was such a treat she is really such a major talent yeah yeah and um a lot of people don't know that she also went with Prince. She was, oh, yeah. 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 And no. she, was, she was still backing him up when he died. Yeah. 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 And deservedly so. I mean, she's, she's a world-class yep. vocalist. Yep. Why? One of the unsung heroes in Portland. I mean, there's a lot of amazing music going on in this town right now. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. to me. Yeah, really. Swatkins? Swatkins, yeah. Jared, all those guys. Right. I mean, right. it's really, um, it's kind of a golden era of Music in Portland, mm-hmm. I think. Tyrone, yeah, Tyrone. He, he's got a new, a, a new, a new thing coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yep. Well, all right. Okay, we did it again. Here we go. Thanks for coming in. Come on down. It's a, it's a really, you know, it's a really great deal. It's like fifty bucks for four days. Yeah, and uh, yeah. you can't see Chabon Shorty for fifty bucks anymore. No. no. So, uh, uh-uh. come on down. We'll see you there. Okay. Theme music is called Ghost Jazz, and a big, big thank you to Keith Schreiner and Derek Sims for letting us use it. Thank you.